0: You're listening to We Want To Be Better with Annie and Bianca. The podcast too cheap to afford intro music, so this is us playing on a child's piano. More like this is us performing
1: a crime against music.
0: Hey, we'll get better. That's what the podcast is all about. (laughs) We want to be better. We We want to be better. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the harmony. <laughs> we want, want to, to be, be, be better. We want to be, be better. better. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, this is Alright, let's take it away, Broadway style. We want to be better. We, we want be to be better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we be better. Better. yeah.
0: Oh, that
1: wasn't too bad. That was awful. <laughs>
0: You know that Liam walked in on the wrong person when I was
1: giving birth to the girls, don't you? No, I've never heard that.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, what? So I went <laughs> to Labour with Delphi and Cheska and really, really early, like twenty seven weeks, it was all it was very desperate times, but they were putting off my labor Mm. so they were giving me all this medication that was meant to try and calm me down and relax me but all it did was made me hallucinate (laughs) i still to this day can see bikies in my birthing suite like all i could see was um (laughs) bike lights driving towards me and these bikies in beards standing around me in my birth suite clearly didn't happen well Well, i hope (laughs) anyway (laughs) well it might have and i probably wouldn't have even (laughs) known yeah But anyway, I was really, really like hallucinating. And Liam went home for a shower because the doctor said that he had enough time and he'd finished training at work and, you know, playing sport for a living makes you smell. So he went home, had a shower, then called me and said, I'd got transferred rooms, said to me, what room are you in? I said, room six. I obviously had just enough of a brain to communicate to him on the phone, but Not enough Uh, of a brain. Not enough of a brain to tell him the right room number. (laughs) (laughs) And my birthday is the 6th of the 6th, so I'm thinking that's where 6 came from. I don't know. Maybe it's just my go-to number when Mm. I'm really out of it. Anyway, he turned up and presented at the front desk and said, my wife's in there, and they just rushed him through because obviously he was so um, frantic frantic because mm. I was so, like 13 weeks early having the twins, super premi. So they just let him go through and he ran down the hallway, w- turned into room six, ran all the way up to the bed, didn't, not even joking. Didn't recognise. No, at that point because the, there was all these there was a lady, oh, God, younger. Oh there was a lady <laughs> crowning. Do you know what crowning is? <laughs> yes, I so do. So the baby was, was coming, coming out. out like the, the head. Yeah, the top of the head was out of the vagina. <gasps> oh, that's
1: why they call it crowning. Yeah. Oh, crown. uh, yeah. Um, Good one.
0: <laughs> the, so the, the bed was surrounded by probably nurses and doctors and things and probably her partner as well. And Liam ran all the way up to the bed and looked down at the baby crowning before he even realized he thought it was me he was so frantic that he went all the way and I said to him I'm like did anyone look at you and go who are you (laughs) and he goes no I just sort of looked at everyone pretended that I was like a doctor and ran back out I know and then I said oh my goodness how did you get all the way to the bed Mm. before you didn't realize it was me he goes. I actually looked at the vagina first and realised the child had black hair and then I realised it wasn't new because I knew that our baby could not have black hair. I didn't even really
1: look at the woman. The, the vagina is he what made He looked
0: straight
1: him re- down. He, he only recognised you by your vagina or it was because not, the baby had the black vagina, hair? Not my vagina, but the baby had black
0: hair and we've, we don't have babies with hair at yeah. all when they're born. So... He's realised that it wasn't our baby <laughs> because it had black hair and then he's gone, I'm in the wrong room Just number. back away. And then he ran out and then he asked what room number I was in, ran into my room and then couldn't even get mad at me because I was in labour. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I must remember to use that one on my husband when <laughs> I go into labour. That sounds great. I mean, it's interesting because that person could be a Bulldogs fan and not even know that a Bulldogs oh, yeah. player organized a saw. surprise for you, hun, <laughs> as you were crowding. <laughs> I just wanted the, the baby to be blessed by the presence of a Bulldogs player. Did you deliver the baby? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think so.
0: But anyway, speaking of orifices, oh, that was my
1: challenge oh. this week. Oh, so, you know, I'm losing it. That's your segue, orifices, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think Probably the one
0: thing amongst all my insecurities that I am sort of good at is I have a lot of pets and I look after them very, very well. Very well. And they live in luxury and I love them all so dearly. But I only just found out that you're meant to pop anal glands. I'm- I did not, I am 28 years old. I, have, I can't even explain to you how many animals I've had through my life. I've had a lot of dogs and I did not know that you were meant to pop anal
1: glands until you came over the other day. Because... Mm, your beloved tempe was rubbing her butt on the floor. And, you and said, I
0: said, I swear she doesn't have worms because the first thing you do to guess is go, please don't worry. She's not wiping worms all over my house. Trust me. <laughs> and then I excused the fact that she had, it's, she's got
1: an itchy bum. Yeah. I, and Then I said, oh, no, no, no. Anal glands. Uh, and I uh, went, what? I can't wait oh, really to know either. that.
0: You're sort of amazing when you get to like a point in your
1: life and there's something you haven't known your whole life that seems so simple. Like me not knowing why they call it crowning because it's the crown of the head. Yes. Brilliant. That's cool. literally mind-blowing. But well, we're here
0: to share that. Exactly. And teach each other. And you taught me something very valuable that anal glands need popping.
1: I taught you that they need to popping. I did not give you any instruction or encouragement. I'd like to point that out. You took it upon yourself. I'm a big Dr. Pimple Popper fan. Oh, no, get out. And
0: I thought, okay, so they need popping. Do I go to the vet? (laughs) Instantly had to look it up, looked up the YouTube clips. And the first one is of a vet putting her finger inside of the dog's anus Mm. and sort of pushing it out and all this awful brown stuff Mm. comes out it's Mm. sort of like popping a huge pimple that's sort of brown i don't know how you can't see it
1: either that's the thing you don't see the actual gland Mm. so you're just kind of milking their butt the only way I can
0: explain it? Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much it. Mm. And I thought, okay, actually, no, I can't do this. If they're putting fingers up dog farms, I don't feel qualified to do that. I might take it a bet. No, next four YouTube clips are just random people showing you. Uh, I mean, the other thing I really need to point out is,
1: who are these people uploading dog anal glands? Yeah. What did you do today? Oh, I just filmed me popping my dog's anal gland and put it up on YouTube just to help the public.
0: Thank you for your dedication. I mean, without them, I wouldn't have known what to do. That's so, true. I don't want to bag them out too much, but oh my god! Yeah. And this, <laughs> this sweet old lady, the sweet old lady one, where she's like, she's like seventy, and the joy, and she's the sweetest American sort of Midwest voice,
1: yeah, oh, Southern oh, Belle kind of. And she just took such pleasure in her Shih Tzu having its bum milk. I'd like to point out. She was the only one that didn't wear gloves.
0: Oh, I cannot get (laughs) past that. I cannot get past that. And she had manicured nails on
1: I know, she had long nails. That's because
0: she needs to hide all the poo that's under her nails. Anyway. I thought my challenge is that I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to put myself, you know, out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. to do the right thing by my animals. I always pride myself Mm -hmm. on my animals and this is what I'm going to have to do. (laughs) And luckily you were over to, because it's kind of hard to explain to
1: people, you know, can you please It is. It is a two-person job. It is. Because the dogs, like Annie's not the only one getting out of her comfort zone. The dog is about to be very much out of its comfort zone. I think I relieved
0: him in the end anyway and it feels very invasive and it feels very very personal but I did it yeah and I'm very proud of myself so essentially what you have to do is is you have to lift the tail and sitting at the back of the anus at about four o'clock and eight o'clock is these two pea-sized lumps and my dogs were quite large because I never knew you were meant to yeah. pop them,
1: and then you just sort of push in and up and out oh, oh I know oh. That- are we really
0: talking about this? I knew
1: the smell was going to be bad because I've seen it happen before. Well, I
0: expected it to
1: be much worse because I think I've done the whole
0: parenting thing and the <laughs> the nappies after you have a newborn baby that are like tar. They have these poos that are like tar. They're black. and Yeah, I've heard of it. Yep, yep, yep. Are we really are we talking about poo on our <laughs> I'm so sorry. But anyway, it wasn't that bad. For me,
1: but it was really bad for you. Yeah, and I was sitting there thinking, "All right, I've helped you out, and now that you're an expert, you can come over and help me by you squeeze Ben's butt." I feel really confident about it now. You yeah. did it with such a plumb, I mm. must say. You mm. were, you got in there so quickly. I as think soon it,
0: as I looked at those YouTube videos, I said, "That's it, let's do it." I did apply gloves and I put down a mat because. You have to do that because it's mm. square it projects
1: oh, it's yeah yeah anyway,
0: oh There you go if anyone is still listening to this <laughs> yeah. you are a champion you're a trooper and you are doing a good job and I hope <laughs> that we have you know it's almost like a public service
1: now it really is I never knew that this was a thing you could actually make a public service by doing this (laughs) to people you know what we'll have an open imagine (laughs) how
0: many people would unfollow me if I put that up on the internet do you know no no I would never do that because I would never put up a video of me changing one of my kids nappies I would never do that to shame my little dog's anus
1: no and he I must say Tofu was so shamed he ran straight into his kennel with his tail between his legs and he cowered from you which I've never seen him do Mm. So.
0: Oh well, he'll learn to. He'll learn to, to. It's it's a parental duty. You can't <laughs> be always best friends, you know, with your yeah. kids. You have to do yeah. things that they don't necessarily like in order to look after them properly. And I did that with my dog.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I I think I'm a good dog parent. Although this week we went to the uh, marriage equality rally, and I did bring my dog. Kind of thought probably shouldn't bring him because he might freak out, and he didn't once. He was really well behaved. He was brilliant. He was, he was really good. And
0: LGBTQI community loves dogs. Yeah. But like, honestly, Love how many it. dogs were there? Did you see the little dog with the sign on it that said sausage dogs for a marriage?
1: Yeah, so God. ridiculous. And It was, it was so cute. And it was so good. And that was my challenge this week was to uh, get more into activism. Mm -hmm. which I did. I went along to the rally and it was great. I felt so good going and, Mm -hmm. obviously, I'm very passionate. It was the
0: biggest turnout for a marriage quality rally in Australian history. Oh, wow. So it was a very big movement and and it was actually fantastic to see so many allies. Mm. I mean, I think everyone that cares does want to be a better ally and that was Mm. um, probably part
1: of your challenge was – Sort of walking the talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I really needed to get more involved. I think I after the uh, <clears throat> women's march that mm. was organised this year, I didn't know about it, and if I had known about it, I definitely would have gone. And it really bummed me out that no one hit me up about it. I don't know how you find out about these things. I
0: think I just follow so many social media, and like I'm quite political in the things
1: that I follow. Right. So they pop up all the time for me. But I follow Miley Cyrus, obviously, and <laughs> she was. She was at oh, the babe. one but she oh, was at babe. the one in New York giving oh, a speech God. and how did I not even think oh yeah there's going to be one in well, Melbourne I didn't know, realize it was a time called- delay
0: Australia was one of the first countries to do it because we are, f- like, it's all set on the same day. So Australia went first because geographically we're, we yeah, we're before them in time. So if you're just going off Miley Cyrus, who is in
1: America, you were, you've were you missed it. But she was talking about it beforehand oh. and I thought, oh, cool, mm. what's up? But you just assumed it was in America. I just assumed college. it was in America. I didn't know that they were doing it in Australia. I felt so left out of the loop and I thought but I need to you get- now
0: follow Women's March, yeah?
1: The what?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. See, so a- you need to follow Women's March now. And that's... And that's gonna tell you. Yeah. You right. just follow the pages that you care about and then they'll let you know.
1: Right. So I only found out about this one through you, about the marriage equality mm-hmm. um, rally and was...
0: And just to, you know, so we can give some context... In Australia, we currently have the plebiscite that's happening that we all bloody hate and we think that the government should be doing this and just passing it through. Mm -hmm. That's what they're elected to do. And we know that Australians are in favour for marriage equality. And this is putting the LGBT community through a lot of pain mm-hmm. and we hate it. So we need to make sure that we are all standing up and just voting yes is kind of not enough. We need to encourage others to. Yeah. I really, really like the part in the rally where they talked about as soon as you get your little survey that you've got to fill out and yeah. you write yes on, you need to do it within two days because it gets buried under mail. That was like a brilliant, brilliant yeah, it's suggestion. True. It's an awesome way to tell People that you know that are going to, because there's going to be so many that want to vote yes,
1: but just aren't yeah. moved enough to. And also, it's not going to come in a pretty envelope. It's literally just going to. Oh, it's so going to be it, so boring. So you might miss it. So mm. open your mail, and I'm pretty sure we'll all know about it at the time. But mm. the thing that I kind of screwed up on, and I'd like to point out that I really did obviously do care a lot about <laughs> equality because I had arranged to go on the Friday night to this gay bar that was having a fight the plebiscite kind of night. And I thought, that's how I'm going to show my support. You went with
0: your friend, yeah? Yeah,
1: to party. Yeah. So, I went to party um, with him and really, you know, be there for the community. Partied a little bit too hard. (laughs) So, when I woke up on Saturday, I thought, there is no way I can go to this rally. Like, I'm absolutely exhausted. I drank all day yesterday, all night yesterday. But I went I actually got up and went. So I don't only did one, I did two and I'm through the roof impressed with myself. At yeah. least. Don't
0: give yourself too many <laughs> pats in the back. But like, the way I think about it is the poor LGBTQ community have been like fighting their entire lives. It's true. I think the least you can get do is get out of bed and i did and i'm I glad did. that you
1: did i am
0: really really normally glad
1: you did. i wouldn't have moved but i did i
0: think we definitely do need to be better allies to many many communities mm. and i hope that we are fortunate enough to have people on this podcast that are going to help us out with that down the track yeah um because there is a saying nothing about us without us which means if we're talking about the LGBT community, then we really should have someone here sitting with us. To represent. Too, too often in Australian media, like I saw on Q&A the other night, mm. a whole panel talking about marriage equality without someone there. From that community. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we are definitely going to do that. I did a, um, another podcast with a friend yesterday, Michelle, who's trans, and I learnt so much. You think you know a lot, but mm. you don't. Um, for example, Michelle said to me, if you were behind someone that was trans at the supermarket, uh, no, not behind them, if they were working at the supermarket yeah. and presenting as a woman, a trans woman, and their manager came over and started using male pronouns, mm-hmm. what would you do? And I said, I don't know, isn't it the right thing to do to correct the manager? And she said, absolutely not, because you don't know if everyone is out. And I didn't even know this because Mm. sometimes people are still a bit scared to come out as trans and um, don't feel comfortable or don't want the confrontation. So the best thing you can do then as an ally is to say to the manager, I had excellent service from um, her, I can't speak highly enough of her, and just secure her place in that environment mm-hmm. rather than outing people and I honestly never knew that and that's why we need to incorporate more people into this podcast mm-hmm. sometimes on these real big heavy issues like not so much anal gland popping you know these <laughs> yeah. these issues we're gonna have to get people in and yeah. I really am so excited because Michelle said that she's going to come on yeah and right. yeah that's and we're good. going to be better allies and' yeah. I'm so so excited that
1: everything went awesome at the march it did and it went really well and except um following the march one of my friends was there and she said that you know it was so great so many people were there and they had such a good time they were really feeling um uh, that they got fine. through but as they were leaving the march they copped abuse from two people um that were waiting for the Are are these LGBT
0: friends or are these um, just allies that went.? They're allies, but I don't think mm. that that would.
1: I don't think these people knew that. They just were dressed in, you know, vote mm. yes. And I don't think these people really cared if you're yeah, an yeah, ally yeah. or part of the community. They were just. But very I suppose rude. the thing
0: then, I just would like to say is not to get too disheartened that you won't then contribute to the next thing if sometimes people are really intimidating and they want you to stop marching or doing things that are productive but allies can't be scared because we have the benefit of going home and just like society accepting us
1: I don't think she was more scared I think she was just saying it was so disheartening to leave that and be so happy that such a good job was done and then to still get such negativity from people on the street and you you just realize oh you know well not we, everyone made, thinks like we us. haven't made such a, as d- a difference as we thought or you know you're not always going to change people's minds and that when I heard that I thought oh fuck, well, that really disappoints me I would have been so bummed if that had have happened to me and one woman came up to them and was talking about <laughs> why we can't allow marriage equality because marriage means you know, she was going on about how... Bible verses Yeah, no, not Bible verses, just actual language. And she's like, do we really want to uh lose language? And she's like, you don't care about language. She's like, you're just... This is just homophobia dressed up as an English teacher. Like, stop acting like you care about the origins of a word. Just like language changes. So... And we can change it. And John Howard, it was just between two people.
0: The actual Australian government didn't take a for a the set. They just went in and changed it to a man and a woman. Mm. So if you're talking about language, it's already been changed. Can't we change it back? Exactly. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. I I mean, I am always to the point where I'm so, um, so over almost hearing the other side and I'm trying really hard to hear the other, other side and what they have to say and Try and bring some reason into it. But at the same time... It's just not valid anymore.
1: Like, how much can you say? I mean, the year is 2017. I mean, go back 40 years, I'd maybe give you an ear, but it's time to let it go. I don't know what you're holding on to anymore. And all
0: of the debates around family and stuff, people are already living with... Rainbow yeah. families and everything. So like you're d- not. We're not even changing that. We are literally only changing it to be that they can get married. Uh, yeah, that is it? They can already adopt. The only way that it's going to affect you is if one of you is gay in your relationship. Exactly. And that is it. That's so it. If you're in a
1: heterosexual relationship, it's pretty much not going to affect you. I think the reason that people are so uh concerned is because gay people and people in the LGBT community are much more fabulous than we are, and when it comes to weddings, you know, straight people are already competitive enough. They just don't want to have to compete with the LGBT um, fabulous weddings. That's it. They want to have a monopoly on having great weddings. They don't want to let it up, and that's their problem. There's no way that we can compete with that. That's what the problem is. Yeah. How are we ever going to compete? That's what their problem (laughs) is. That's what their issue is. Maybe that's it. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I think we started way, way light on this podcast, and now we've gone deep. But we are doing all <laughs> the areas of trying to improve on ourselves. Mm. And, yeah, I think that we've had a successful weekend and I'm looking forward to having some people from the actual community on our podcast. Absolutely. That would be awesome.
1: Yes. And I'll say pop your dog's anal glands. Anytime. You can come around to my house anytime and pop the anal glands, but I'm not doing it. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.